0: You're listening to the Visual Vocalist Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Prinson. Join me and let's explore all things vocal, including technique, mindset, training and performance in an effort to unleash your full vocal potential. All right, welcome to the Visual Vocalist Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Prinson. Thanks for joining. All right, in today's episode, episode number eight, we're gonna talk about the singer's breath, all right? Not that as I look over at my cup of coffee, not the way their breath smells, okay. <laughs> the inhalation process. I guess I should have called this the singer's inhale, okay? All kidding aside. Uh we're gonna talk about a lot today, okay? So uh the inhalation process. Um, In HVT, the the style of uh, vocal training that I teach, hybrid vocal technique, we actually set up our entire technique with the inhalation process, okay? And if you think about it, you probably should do that no matter what style of singing you're doing, okay? Because you want to pay attention to how you're bringing that breath in, what kind of tensions, if any at all, that it's activating in your body, Okay, does it feel natural? Does it feel forced, rushed? Do you feel tensions being initiated from your inhale? All right, there's a lot of questions to ask. There's a lot of sensations and technical things going on depending on the way you take your breath, the singer's breath, okay? So let's, uh, let's start with the most obvious of things um, when it comes to breathing and singing. All right, you're gonna, this is gonna go back and forth all over the place. All right, and that's the great debate between breathing through the nose or breathing through the mouth. All right, it's kind of like the light side and the dark side of the force in Star Wars. You know, if you breathe through the nose, okay, and then swallow, you won't feel any dryness. Okay, now if you breathe through the mouth and swallow, you might feel a little bit of dryness in your soft palate, okay, in the back of the throat. Now, this that's just one breath, okay? Now we're gonna do um, something that we do in my program, okay, my main flagship program, the HVT Master Series Ultimate Vocal Training Program for all you aspiring singers. I do something called the panting test, okay? It's like a, it's like a puppy dog, you know, you know, a little dog running around playing, and, and then, you know, they're breathing, panting through the mouth, right? But this time, we're going to actually start this off, and I want you to do this with me wherever you are, okay? We're going to pant like a puppy through the nose only. So the mouth is closed, take a deep breath, and then pant like a puppy through your nose like this, and then swallow, okay? You're not going to feel anything, all right? Now, we're going to actually pant like a puppy with the tongue hanging out just like a little puppy, through the mouth and then swallow. Now swallow. Okay, you're going to feel all that dryness, even more than you felt in the soft palate. From the single inhale, you're going to feel it all the way in the back of the throat. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick sip of this, uh, this coffee here because my throat is dry. Okay, all right, so um, if you think about that, Okay, the, we had the single breath, a little bit of dryness, uh, multiple breaths in and out, in and out, in and out. You're going to need a lot more water, okay? Be, and that's really um, just one of the reasons why I prefer to breathe through the nose whenever possible, okay? And I teach the same thing in HVT, all right? Now, I, I'm somebody that has, unfortunately, I have a deviated septum, which is crooked cartilage in my nose, right? It kind of blocks off one of the passages from time to time. And I also have allergies and sinus problems. I got all kinds of things working against me as a singer, you know? So I've had a lot of things to to work around and overcome. Most people can breathe through their nose with, with no problem, depending on the seasons, if they have allergies or whatever, all right? But breathing through your nose, all those hairs in your nose, those little hairs, will actually filter that inhale and it'll be warm and moist by the time it reaches the throat and the the vocal cords and everything everything that's on the inside will stay warm and moist all right breathing through the mouth although can be quicker okay it will dry you out quickly but the um one of the only differences you know like i mentioned you're gonna need a lot more water if you're a mouth breather okay a lot of speakers you'll notice almost look like they're smelling there's a reason for that when they breathe they do like that and there's actually a little tiny bit of a a lift in the cheeks a little bit of a grin we do the same thing in hvt all right breathing through your nose your throat is never going to be dry all right so some people will do a kind of like a sky breath or a k inhale from the soft palate like that and there's a good reason for that. It's an easy way to kind of naturally pop the soft palate up and and it'll remind you to do that when you breathe. The only um, downside of that is the dryness, okay? So if you do that, just have a lot more water on hand, okay? Now I was talking about setting up our technique with the, with the inhalation process, all right? So we use a lot of visualization in hybrid vocal techniques. So Not only do we do the same motion that you would do with the sky inhale or the K inhale to get the soft palate up, but we do it by having a slight internal smile as we imagine we're smelling something, okay? So the same exact things are happening, except for we don't have the dryness, okay? So when the air comes in, when the breath comes in, What's happening with your shoulders? What's happening with your stomach or with your rib cage or your back? All right. These are things you want to take a look at. The way that I teach this, and we are talking about tensions and the possibility of tensions coming in with you when you breathe, the more natural you can make this process, the better. All right. And this is going to be kind of splitting hairs, but if you can get rid of If you have a stack of dominoes or a stack of coins, two stacks, all right, one is complete freedom and the other one is tensions, okay? Or ability and tensions. The more tensions you can decrease, the more ability you're gonna have, the more longevity or stamina endurance, okay? So what I'm talking about in this case is the tension between the ribs, or in the back, right, in the throat, in the chest, all over the place, everywhere where you don't want tension, you can bring it in there, and it's not your fault, all right, because I know I had great instruction from great teachers, great instruction as far as breathing goes and diaphragmatic breathing techniques, all right, but sometimes they were a little scientific, sometimes uh, there was a lot involved in that explanation, and taking the breath in and imagining it filling from the bottom up and expanding the rib cage and this and that and the other. That's all fine and dandy, but if you kind of will that to happen too much and you try too hard to make that happen, you can um, kind of initiate some tensions in the rib cage. Now we know that the intercostals have to contract to get that expansion, but I wanna show you something, okay? So if I told you, okay, let's get a good diaphragmatic breath, all right? The, you know, smell, uh, Breathing through your nose like you're smelling something pleasant, right? And when you do that, the diaphragm is going to drop down. It's going to give you, it's going to displace the organs. It's going to look like you have a um, kind of a, a beer belly, right? But the rib cage is going to expand in the back and up in the front. Now, this will happen even more so if you completely relax, OK, now, if you if you try to do this and you try to force it and you you know try to put all this effort into it, it's not your fault, but you'll feel a difference in a small amount of tensions kind of coming in where you want to be fully expanded. OK, so in HVT, I teach a method of breathing. It's very, very old, old classical opera stuff from hundreds of years ago where it's just you replace all of the uh, all of the uh, thinking with smelling something really really pleasant and relaxing, and when you do that, you'll get much less tension in the rib cage area and in the back, because you're it kind of takes away your mind kind of forcing things to open up, and it replaces it with the lungs actually just moving the ribs without additional tensions and efforts on your part. Okay? So you end up getting more breath on a single inhale. All right? So now that being said, let's talk about um, let's talk about the benefits of both. What I mean by that is breathing through the nose or through the mouth, the disadvantages, okay? Now obviously, breathing through the mouth is going to be faster. It's going to be faster. You could get a lot of breath in quickly, right? Now, we know right off the bat, because we've been talking about it, that it's gonna dry you out a little bit more, okay? Um, The disadvantage of breathing through the nose is that you may have to plan the breath a little bit more, okay? Now, just think about that for a second. Depending on the style of music that you sing, this could be a big deal, all right? Now, if you're singing classical and you, or or, let's just uh, not even take a, a genre, but let's just think about, The time that we have before the song starts, the time that we have in between verses, choruses, etc. Right? Instrumental sections, things like that. So what I mean by planning the breath is, say you have an intro of music coming up, you kind of know when, or you should know, when you're going to bring the voice in and start singing. So you might want to start bringing that breath in just a little bit sooner. Okay, and and then you'll get the same amount of breath as doing it quickly through the mouth, except for you won't get the dryness. And you'll be able to use that little visualization that I showed you about getting it more natural, all right? So then, of course, verses on in some styles of music, like me, I mainly sing power metal and classic heavy metal and things like that. And there's a lot of lyrics. Sometimes you you don't have a great deal of time to take in that that uh, inhale through the nose, all right? So if that happens, there's something that I use called splitting the difference, okay? And all that is, is beginning the inhale with the nose and then finishing it with the mouth, okay? So I basically, just for a split second, started the inhale through the nose, okay? In slow motion, all right? so splitting the difference the first air that hits the throat is warm and moist and then the other air is behind it all right so that's what i do if i have a really long verse and then there's just barely any air um space to take that breath and keep on singing i might do something like that but otherwise i'll plan the breath and breathe through the nose for all the benefits that it has okay so now i want to talk about the difference between Uh, using diaphragmatic breathing technique versus what I call the frightened inhale or the frightened breath, okay? So imagine this. When you're smelling something pleasant, all right? Something that smells good. You walk into the house, something's cooking. Somebody's cooking a meal and it smells amazing. Now just imagine smelling that like nice and easy. Okay, now what you should feel is the air coming up from the bottom, a lot of expansion in the midsection, but nothing happening above the solar plexus or in the throat. Okay. Now I want you to imagine that getting somebody scaring you or, you know, frightening you, the frightened breath, the, uh, you know, it's like, like, you know, you'll hear (laughs) my wife does this all the time and it scares the heck out of me when she gets frightened by anything, you know, if she's not driving, Someone can be ten car lengths ahead, and she'll you'll barely be able to see the the brake lights, and she'll be like, <gasps> you know, do that scary thing, and then that'll scare me more than the, you know an accident happening, <coughs> you know. So, um, but anyway, I call that the frightened breath. So if you did that, what you'll notice is that yes, you can. It feels like you're getting a nice deep breath, but what usually happens is the shoulders come up, and you only get the the upper lobes of the the lungs filled with air. And if you do it too hard, you also get this automatic reflex in the throat. It kind of closes it off. It's like, it's trying to seal that valve, you know, and make you hold your breath on accident in a way that's not usable. Okay. It's not a breath stop. It's, it's just a reflex of your throat clamping off. And that is not going to do you any good. That basically puts you behind the eight ball before you make any noise other than that inhale, okay? So sometimes this will happen naturally. You know, I've done it. I'm, I'm human just like anybody else. You know, that, that scary breath that can happen, like you, you're, you're singing stuff, you need a, a powerful pressurized breath, like back to back to back while singing maybe some high stuff or belting or something. And you get tempted to kind of do that because like I was talking about the planning of the breath, I have more time to get ready and belt the heck out of something. But if it's back to back to back little passages, sometimes you got to get that pressurized. So if you do have to take the quick breath through the mouth, try to do it a little bit farther away from the the top of the lungs without raising the shoulders. Sometimes you can uh, move the arms to the side, almost like you're You know about to extend some wings or something i call this bat technique (laughs) sounds like uh laszlo from what we do in the shadows bat (laughs) but basically you raise your arms up and you breathe like that and you can and you can get that to come up three quarters you can do the same thing with your mouth right but if you're not careful that will activate that um reflex so long story short there is Uh, the scary breath will initialize or initiate rather a reflex in your that will clamp off the throat so it's not a good idea to do okay diaphragmatic breathing is always going to be your best option okay um in in hvt we do it in a very natural way that minimizes the tensions i told you about that already i go a lot deeper into breathing and airflow management in my course, or if you were studying with me privately. And uh, speaking of which, I actually do give away uh, my daily diaphragmatic breathing, strengthening and coordinating exercises um, that I use, that I was trained with. Uh, they're the same ones that Jeff Tate from Queensreich used, Dan Wilson from Heart. They're the ones Maestro David Kyle taught to my teacher and he taught to me and I teach to my students. You can get those off of my website uh, so like when you get done listening to this, if you want to check out the link in the, dis- in the uh, episode description, there'll be a link to the website and it's on the front page and you can get those for free. Okay. So uh, that about does it for uh, this episode of the Visual Vocalist podcast. Um, if you'd like to learn more about hybrid vocal technique, then click the link below. Go ahead and get your free daily breathing diaphragmatic (laughs) exercises and um, explore all the vocal training options that are available to you such as hvt vocal training programs private one-on-one online coaching with me or become a vip member and get streaming access to the entire hvt vocal training library community q a live streams giveaways legacy content from my teacher as well as discounted private lessons, okay? So the choice is yours. Please make it today and let's sing. I'll see you next time.